0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad. Thank you so much for listening. Today's show is sponsored by Green Juice by Organifi. Now guys, I know as a busy parent that things are crazy for me. I can only imagine what they're like for you. And when you are on the go, you need to get the best nutrition possible. That's why I use Green Juice. It is a wonderful product. I only work with brands that I love. In fact, I use uh, Organifi's Green Juice every single day. It is organic, gluten-free, soy-free, dairy-free, of course, vegan. It's a gently dried superfood powder. It is green uh, and it's wonderful. You know we love green things here. So, um, you know, let's talk about ingredients though. So we've got uh, probiotics. We've got um, organic wheatgrass, uh, juice powder. We've got uh, organic horseradish tree leaf, uh, spirulina, which is huge in protein, organic chlorella, um, tons of wonderful, great stuff, including green tea to give you that little extra kick that you need in the morning. It's a great way to start off your day. It's what I use every day, and I hope you will try it out. Just go to organifi.com That's Organify with an I on the end. And use the code LeanGreenDad for 20% off your order. That's actually better than you can get on Amazon. So uh, head over there, Organify.com, use the code LeanGreenDad, and get your green on. Today's show is also brought to you by Clean Green Protein. You know, I'm lucky enough to partner with one of my dear friends, Jeff Palmer, over at Clean Machine. And Clean Machine has created a product that is called Clean Green Protein, and we sell it on LeanGreenDad.com. To check it out, all you have to do head over to LeanGreenDad.com/shop. You can read all about the wonderful benefits of this whole food complete protein from water lentils. That's right, it's not whey, it's not anything gross like that, nothing junky that's going to clog up your system and really just work against what your body's naturally supposed to do to digest this protein. And, uh, you know, no bloating, no gas, no anything like that. This is the best protein on the market, my friends. And I know that you might hear that from a couple other people about their proteins. But truly, this is a wonderful, wonderful product. And it also gives you your daily dose of greens. So go check it out. uh, LeanGreenDad.com. Just click on the shop tab. Use the code LeanGreen20 at checkout. 20% off your order. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast
1: that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren.
0: Hey everybody, what's going on? Hopefully you're having an amazing week. My name is Corey, and if it's your first time hearing us, then thank you. Thank you for tuning in and spending some time with me. We have a great, pretty unique guest (laughs) today. Uh, my name's Corey, and I'm a husband, I'm a father of three, and I am a plant-based athlete. And each week I get to talk to some of the most inspiring people I can find to help me stay motivated to stay fit, eat healthy, and really just get the most out of life. And, uh, you know, for me, finding time to work out and make healthy quick meals for me and my family, all while trying to spend quality time together, can be really difficult, especially when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these folks, that you'll take away some quick tips or maybe some inspiration to keep you and your family going strong. Now, I'm going to talk to you about our guest in just a second. But before I do, I want to let you know that, um, you know, being a podcaster is is really important to share the love, right? So um, as I think you might know from previous episodes, we are part of the Parents on Demand Network or the Pod Network. It's a great app. And there's tons of parental podcasts on there. And um, so I'm going to give one of my friends from the Pod Network a quick little, you know, 30 second promo of their show to see if it might be of something that's of interest to you. So Um, I want to let you hear a little bit about a show called Nourished Child. So here we go. Want to nourish and nurture that beautiful child of yours? What parent wouldn't? I'm Jill Castle, a registered dietitian and childhood nutrition expert and host of the Nourished Child podcast. Each month, I cover the latest in childhood nutrition, translate it into practical tips and strategies, and showcase some of the most respected experts in the industry. So tune in with me and learn how you can raise a nourished child inside and out. All right, guys. So that gives you a little insight into Jill's show. Um, You know, she's awesome. Go check her out. Um, and Parents on Demand is just parentsondemand.com. Also make sure if you have a chance to subscribe and review the show in iTunes if possible, that just means so much and it really helps keep the show going strong. Okay, let's talk about today's guest. Oh my goodness, guys. So I've known this guy for a long time, okay? His name is Kragmire Peace to the public. He is the one of the lead vocals of the Bloody Jug Band, but I got to tell you, uh he's he's more than that to me oh he is a a dear friend his name is john in real life and uh we'll we'll talk to him a little bit more about everything i don't want to reveal too much about the show but um i'm a huge fan of the bloody jug band um that is the band that he is the you know lead vocals on uh with his you know his partner in life stormy she's awesome uh they're getting married very soon which is going to be so great so happy for him but um check them out they've got some cool videos that are really spooky and you know on the darker side of rock and roll but um i just really love their sound and i think uh they're they're on the way to big things here in the future so i'm excited to talk to him about being a dad and a couple other things and uh hope you enjoy the show so without any further ado here is my talk with john Thiessen, aka cragmeyer piece from the bloody jug band all right everybody what's up welcome to lean green dad radio and today we're we're doing something a little different folks you know we're coming up on halloween and uh you know halloween's a little bit darker a little more exciting and because of that i invited on an exciting spooky guest and he's probably cracking up that i'm calling him spooky because that's not what he is at all but uh <laughs> it is the uh lead vocals one of the two lead vocals of the bloody jug band it is Cragmire peace joining us on lean green dad radio what's up Cragmire? Thank you so much
1: for having me, brother.
0: We're glad to have you. Um, you know, guys, this this is uh, my my friend, John Thiessen, okay? He he goes by Kragmire piece, of course, with the Bloody Jug band, and uh, we've known each other for quite a long time. And uh, this this interview has been a long time coming. And um, you know, John, I gotta show you in honor of you, you know, usually I drink water, but in honor of you, I am drinking uh, a beverage, an alcoholic beverage. Now, this is oh, I like. This it. is not. This is not a hardcore rock beverage, though. As you can see, this is an Angry Orchard hard cider. Does that still count? Am I am I a pseudo rock star? Yeah, I mean, I think it looks cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I think that if you didn't know, you cover up the label, the spooky tree. I mean, I think it works for you. Okay, good, good. I just wanted to let you know that I'm having I'm having a beverage just for you during this podcast. Um. All right. So listen, I. I my guests, first of all, parents, if you're listening to this in the car with your kids, chances are you might hear one or two curse words, okay? And that's just how it's going to fly. I don't censor my shows. I don't censor my guests. And, you know, John doesn't have this, like, huge potty mouth. But if he happens to say a curse word, I just want to let you know, this episode is probably not the safest for kids. So if you have kids in the car, just press pause, listen to the radio, get the weather report, and then, you know, bring them back, or kick them out, get them to school, and then you can listen to this podcast. So um John tell me about the history of the bloody jug band and where the heck you came up with this name
1: uh, well you know I was doing film I was an independent filmmaker in the Orlando area for a lot of years um, I always had the idea uh, a draw towards visual dynamics um, I was surrounded by um, I was surrounded by a lot of musicians so most of the things I ended up doing creatively can't make a film without having some elements of You know, the music with it, uh, making music videos, doing other things with people. Uh, The more I was surrounded by musicians, the more I realized that seemed a lot more fun than what I was doing. And uh, it led to what became the Bloody Jug Band. Um, The inspiration behind it was... uh, from so many things, but Americana in general, the history of things. Uh, we are a modern-day jug band. Uh, jug bands were bands playing the chitlin circuits back in the 1920s and 30s. Using, uh, They didn't have money to afford the instruments, so they were taking a washboard and a, a washtub bass. And If uh, you've ever seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, or if you've ever been to Disney and seen the Country Bear Jamboree, the, the Country Bear Jamboree specifically was part of my childhood. And so we took a little of the spooky scooby-doo adam's family vibe and a little bit of the uh country bear jamboree and uh, and made a modern day jug band and ultimately it was just a lot more fun than anything else i was doing at the time
0: heck yeah and you know guys so you you heard him talk about it it's uh you know a mixture of the the jug bands from the 1920s and 30s it's kind of a dark blues a dark side of rock and roll and for for a moment you know we could talk about it all we want but i want you to hear one of my favorite songs it's called chain to the bottom and we're going to give you a quick listen to it uh, a little snippet of it right now here we go All right, guys, so you just heard that. that That's Chained to the Bottom. That is off of the Coffin' Up Blood album, which I think was released in 2012, right, John? Yes. Okay, so again, that was one of my favorite songs until I heard the newest album. I think it's the newest, right? It was released in 2015, and that's Rope Burn. Is that right, John? That's correct. Okay. And on Root Burn, you've got a couple different songs. You've got Beautiful Corpse, which has a hilarious... not hilarious, but I, I, hilarious is totally the wrong word. I don't know why I said that. It's a great video. It's just overall a great video. Um, and and then, you know, I love Late Shift. That's another one. And I wrote these down because they really, man, I mean, I'm so... I personally am so proud of you because I was working next to you, uh, you know, in a previous job, and you were talking about this thing, and it was just a dream. I mean, you had a little a little goatee that has grown into a <laughs> huge goatee now.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't even fit it into the uh, into the Skype
0: frame. Yeah, yeah. And I just think that there's there's a lot to be said to to someone that follows their their passion and their dreams, and they know that they're supposed to be, you know, doing something. And um, you know what what was that transition like, man? I mean, you know, you're not. Like you and me, I feel like we don't really fit into um, the normal kind of nine to five type society. I mean, me because of, I mean, my brain won't shut off and I'm like constantly coming up with new ideas. They're kind of against the grain and stuff. And, and you, I think you've got that artistic integrity mixed with, you know, the, the raw passion that, you know, you just, you just are you and, and, um, I, I, talk to me about that. Talk to me about that transition from like, man, you're realizing, you know, you're trying to fit into, you know, uh, a mold that just isn't you. And, you know, you finally have that breakout moment where you're like, this is it. This is the the band. This is it, you know?
1: Well, I think that you, you hit on something there with uh, maybe about trying to be the realest you, you know, uh, I think from a very early age, I was in drama and Uh, You know anything in high school early childhood this kind of stuff you're wearing these masks and you're trying to be something that you're not and then you spend your entire life trying to figure out what you are So you can be that and I don't know one day. I mean, I I have a long history of uh, Self-empowerment trying to empower other people being a you know, a motivator being a mentor to other people so the band and the my persona let's just say on the band is one thing that is used as a vehicle to inspire people, but uh, and me as a human being, I want the best for everybody, I wanna help people, I, I want to raise the collective consciousness of our society. You know, So I think maybe the transition, I was already in a job that was very fulfilling and doing multiple things in my life that were very fulfilling, uh, doing a lot with film, running a film festival, doing stuff, it was all fulfilling and I was trying to move the needle, not just for myself but for our community, whatever it is. Uh, you know, you and I working for a not-for-profit trying to perpetuate arts in in society, I I was trying to do good work. Um, But then, you know, you stop wanting to listen to everybody else's rules and doing this other stuff and you want to just be the truest representation of yourself you can be. Um, So quitting and going out and starting a consulting company and doing the band and just doing it kind of full-time, that was just kind of a next step. I did that for a certain amount of time, and now I'm actually back, you know, punching a clock, but I'm still in a field that still enables what I do, and ultimately that I can walk away from at any time, because if the record deal came tomorrow or the opportunity came tomorrow, that's take me to that next level. Some people already think that we're, I'm sure to a lot of people we're already have achieve, achieved success, but to always kind of push yourself and want more. Um, there's always another rung in that ladder I'm trying to get to. Um, and I need to push myself and I need to push the people that I work with. And honestly, Corey, I think if everybody be it a kid or a parent or whatever uh, uh, did the best, I mean, I was watching Reverend Peyton in an interview the other day and he was kind of a shout out to parents. He said, if you've ever said the statement to yourself, I'm bored and you're in a grown adult, you must be a terrible person. And he was just <laughs> like, hey, what, a, what a, like, an audacious statement to make. But ultimately, like you said about your mind always running, I I can't sit down. I, I, I have to always be doing something. And if that's perpetuating the band, uh, being the best father I can be, being the best you know spouse I can be in any scenario, or just being the best listener at that moment or being the best manager, it, it's all about me trying to be the best. And, and also... I guess trying as, as you're doing, trying to lead by example. Um, some people, when they see, would see the Bloody Jack Band perform on stage, they might not glean all of that. But I think the reason that the band is successful is that they feel something. They feel inspired. And it's because I've surrounded myself and the band is built up as a whole with really awesome, genuine people that all come together for this common goal. So when you see us doing this, and you go, wow, those guys are having fun. This is not to be taken too seriously. Wow, what a good time. These are entertainers. Um, they're feeling what i i guess i want them to feel they're feeling somewhat inspired they're somewhat motivated and not that it's going to change their life but i don't know if you're like me music through my entire life has changed you know certain songs at certain times have meant all the difference in the world to me so if i could be that to other people i mean that then i'm doing what i was meant to do you know
0: yeah yeah i think it's incredible man it's it and here's here's the thing about it guys i mean it's great like the product is so great um i i understand why people would think that you are you know this you know famous band that's like you know made it all the way and in in essence you have i mean you've you've done it you've got your albums on itunes and the artwork looks great and you've got a couple videos out there and um they've got you know 46 50, views on some of them i've seen so they're they're doing well, but there is always that next step, and and so that next step is is what is it a label is that is that what the next you know gradual step would be as a as a band? I think nowadays
1: it is such uh, the music industry in general um, is so convoluted. I don't think there is a clear formula. I mean, we are not um, a pretty pop act that are in our early you know we're not all twenty and we're not all. Um, we're still trying to present something that is not the void. I think we're filling a void, but and nowadays in music, I mean, you have these, I don't let's not call them underground bands, but independent bands that if you go to their pages, they have, you know, millions of views and they are touring regularly and they are paying the bills by that touring. And they might not be with a major label. Uh, you know, we were in a Pitbull Kesha music video, uh, 900 million views, almost a billion views. You know, uh, it doesn't matter how long we were in there for 10 seconds, it doesn't matter. That's a lot of views, man, but I'm never going to have the juice that Pitbull has. But at the same time, these great bands that I find, I go, where did these guys come from? And they're touring Europe. They've got millions of views and they're doing it as a full time thing. I think my definition of success, I was gut checked by one of the our insiders recently, our videographer, uh, Karen Stevenson, and she and Stormy tells me all the time that you know, I said something about success and this and that. She's like, you know, you've already reached it. Everything that you set out to do in many ways, you've already done. Um, but for me, obviously, being an artist full time, uh, getting to see the world in a different way, um, you know, working all week and then having to, to put put my kid on ice while Stormy and I go out and, and you know, play a dozen shows in the, in the course of October um, is never a great thing. There's a, there's a conflict of interest there. And so to... Kind of align the life a little bit more. When I do the day job thing, it feels more uncomfortable every day. It happens regardless if it's around music or not. I mean, I work still in the music industry, but it's something about it. It's like I I don't know. I I never can get complacent, and everybody makes good money. We all have you know lives and mortgages and kids, and it's fine. But there's still that drive to let's just say I can this weekend. You know, when I've got two shows, I can get up in front of five hundred, a thousand people. But what if I, if those are the people that I'm connecting with, Corey, then if I could do that every night of the week, you know, normally in my daily life, it's probably like you, I interact with people and I can get ones and twos. I can inspire one person here, one person there. If I can get up in front of uh, sold out crowds, um, that's that many more people that I can have not influence over to somehow, uh, you know, garner an income and take uh, exploit them, but to truly you know, be an active participant. I get energy from them, they get energy from us. We're inspired by the fact that somebody would be out there wearing a Bloody Jug Band shirt or uh, saying anything nice about what we do. I mean, we have people, Corey, it's, it, we have people that travel three hours. Before, I mean, it, it's crazy. I, I mean, I, I could sit and tell you all the stories of people that... I, I literally had to say to one of our, our new, uh, newest fans, he's been to every show in eight months. He's traveled over an hour to go see us. He's at every show. And I'm like, hey, man, not for nothing, but... Like what is it because i feel so indebted to a person like that you know i'm so humbled by that that it's awesome hey he's buying the shirts he's buying the cds he's telling people about it hey that's great he's a great fan but for a guy that doesn't need to be his inner circle i didn't know this guy he just fell in love with the music and now is is this shining example of something that is very humbling to me and and so sometimes it's kind of crazy to ask a guy like dude what what are you doing? Like, you got nothing else to do? You know? <laughs> you know? And like, dude, you saw us last week. I, you know, what are you doing? But man, it, it, it's, some of these stories and some of the interactions we have with these fans, it's like, wow, if there was any uh, doubt of why I should keep doing it or not, uh, nobody comes and tells me what a great operations manager I am. Maybe some do, but in the, or it's the band, if they go, man, we just drove three hours and I surprised my wife for her birthday to see the bloody jug man, I go, whew! You know you should have got her a gift card but you know but i mean but that's just being humble but like man what an awesome thing and if i could do that every day and inspire instead of tens and twenties and hundreds i could spend hundreds of thousands then
0: that just that's the math i'm terrible at math but that's the kind of math i want to do hey guys what's up it's corey back in the studio i am having a blast talking to john from bloody jug band but i wanted to give you some more info on this green juice from organifi so I'm really excited because this company just really gets it, all right? So there's lots of wonderful products on their website, Organifi.com, but uh, I only have a minute before we go back to the show, so I just wanna tell you about the Green Juice. It's really one of their most popular products, and why is that? Well, it's because it has a natural, neutral, I should say neutral, taste. The taste, uh I don't know, most most green juices that I get, they taste like swamp water. Am I right? They they're gross. You feel like you have to work to really like drink them. Like, ooh, I owe this to my body. I have to, you know, have some some pain of the taste for me to be healthy, but that's not the case. Organifi has mastered this non-GMO, gluten-free, soy-free formulation, and inside one little scoop, you get things like chlorella, and moringa, and spirulina, and mint, and beets, and green tea, and wheatgrass, and ashwagandha, and turmeric, and lemon, and coconut water. It's all there. With ingredients like these, you can't go wrong, and uh, you know, as a busy person like me, especially a parent, there's a shaker bottle that I grab, and I, I put just one little scoop in, uh, add it to my water, and I'm, I'm good. I drop the kids off in the minivan, and I'm rocking them rolling. So if this sounds like you, something you could use in your life, go to Organifi.com. That's Organifi.com. And use the code LeanGreenDad at checkout. You'll get 20% off your order. That's better than Amazon, so it's a crazy good deal. So glad that the folks at Organifi were able to give me that. Again, Organifi.com. Use the code LeanGreenDad, 20% off, and get your green on. Let's talk about you being a father and that transition for you because, I mean, the rock star life and being a father, um, you know, it's funny. We were texting each other trying to get this podcast booked and you were saying, okay, what am I going to do? You know, Where am I going to put my son while I'm doing this? And I'm like, dude, it's like, I mean, it's, what is it, 9.30 right now when we're recording this in the evening. I'm like, dude, my kids are in bed. That's why I record this Lady's He's like, my, John's like, man, my son's a rock star like me. And he goes to bed when we go to bed. I'm like, bro, seriously? But it's true. Like, this is something that I can't possibly understand because, uh, but, you know, I, I'm guessing that he gets to come to shows every now and then. And he gets to see you guys, but you know what what was that what was that transition like okay from being a bachelor or a guy that's dating to to kind of now having these responsibilities to where you're you're responsible for another human life you know
1: you know i I will say that it is it was a pleasant surprise uh Bodhi Bodhi's the name of my son, and um and uh, although Buddy because he's too young to come to a bloody jug band show, we stay up too late. Uh, his nanny is also a rock star, and she stays up super late. So sometimes we get shows, uh, you know, home from shows, and it's two, three in the morning, and she's up, he's sleeping. You know, it's it's. Uh, I'm blessed that we have the kind of support system we do. Uh, I have a very. Uh, untypical situation where many musicians they're they're playing music and their significant other their spouse is not a musician and so when uh you know death ray our guitarist is out performing you know his wife is home watching their kid and being a male or a man or a woman it doesn't matter a lot of times that significant other is the one carrying that extra burden in our case stormy and i are both uh the face of the band and we we out of all the people uh nobody misses a show we have an eight-piece band and you know everybody is pretty you know 99 on their uh absenteeism i mean they're very good but um but stormy and i go together we drive together to every show we are always there um that is very different for our personal lives uh being a couple and also being in a band because what we do on stage and and what we have to do with our headspace to to do what we do on stage to entertain um is not like a romantic time so When you said to me, like, oh, I get two nights a week, you know, with Jenna, you know, like I go, oh, I get the same two nights a week with Stormy. But that night is band practice and the gig on the weekend or, you know, this weekend I have two four hour gigs, um, you know, throughout Florida and and we have to drive to these gigs. We have to set up. And so when we get off on set break, she has to run merch. So there isn't a lot of like lovey-dovey couple time, and I think we missed that. Uh, there was a time when, obviously, Bodhi wasn't around where that we had that, or and maybe we didn't realize what we had at the time. Um, now we just try to bring Bodhi along for the ride. Um, unfortunately, and, I, and I, I don't know how you are, but I, just like with the job and everything else, I'm at the point in my life, Corey, that I can't change who I am. So I just... I still have to be me around him and what that means now going from a bachelor living alone for, I mean, I've owned a house and lived alone for almost 12 years you know, over a decade to give all that up to be a father and a full-time father. Um, I would never trade it for the world. I'm glad I had that time. It helped me spiritually, uh, through my spiritual growth, meditation, you know, mentors through all of that. Uh, I wouldn't be the person I am today and the liberator I'm trying to become. Um, if, I never had that time. If I would have had a kid at 20, I probably can't, couldn't be who I am today. But for to have a kid later in life and to be able to share it with, again, somebody who's along for the ride with me, Stormy and I are in the trenches together. Um, It's not like I'm going to live this crazy experience. And then I, I come home and I tell her about it. Uh, We get to, champion this together. It's like running a, a business with your spouse. Yeah. It, sometimes it's, sometimes it's frustrating. Um, cause also instead of running a coffee shop, we're running a creative art thing. So when it comes to songwriting and ideas and what's right and wrong, th- when it gets to music, there isn't, when it gets to art, what is right and wrong? So it's all your perspective and being able to argue your points and being able to try to get a point across. So it's very different, but I mean, Bodhi, I would not be the person I am today if it wasn't for him. Um, I, I, as you know, I'm a very—I don't—I don't joke around a lot. I mean, I—I'm I, lighthearted. I don't wear a burden on my back, but I'm very stoic. I'm very serious. I'm all about the business. And so to be able to like goof around with my kid and 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 jackass and um, you know, we're we're out. You know, in the first days of the hurricane, before it's going crazy out, it's just raining, and we're out in the slip and slide. And mommy's yelling at us, and I'm going, "Well, we can't get any wetter. It's pouring out." You know, and we're out there, and he's having the time of his life. <laughs> i mean just things that uh, he lives such a different life than i lived i lived a very structured life we ate dinner at 6 30 every night my parents went to the job every day um the life that we lead i mean he's along for the ride and although we totally enable him to be he's totally enabled to be himself uh, and i try to teach him just like you try to teach your kids it is a rocky road because i feel guilty i mean you've worked as a dad all week so when you're gone on the weekend you know, and you have a, a, a babysitter, so you guys can have some you know, some alone time. Maybe you don't feel guilt in that, but when I'm gone and I have this, this is the very first year, Bodhi's five in November, this is the very first year that I'm going to get to have Halloween with my son uh, because for the last four years, we've had gigs on Halloween, and I said, we'll book, I have two huge street festivals the the weekend of Halloween, but it's a Tuesday, and I purposely didn't book a show this year so I could go trick-or-treating with my kid. Every other year, I've had grandma, somebody else, try to fill this role this is the first year that we and we still you know uh put decorations up and have spooky stuff And it our house is always halloween <laughs> but to really go but just something you miss i mean it's something where somebody else it's you know it's this other day that you miss and you have to work and you don't get to be with your kid but for me one of my favorite year, times of the year is halloween and i've missed every halloween with my kid because the business of the bloody jug band sometimes has to take priority because it Pays the bills and it perpetuates the future reality that we're all hoping to live. You know, you're doing it.
0: I mean, you're 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 making the sacrifices and you're doing what you need to do for for him, and that's what it's all about. Um, it's really cool. It's really cool. I uh, I think it's great. What are you What are you going to be for Halloween? Do you know? You're just going to be yourself. You're pretty scary.
1: Yeah, I, I got this crazy get up for the stage, so I might bring it out. I also just got a Frankenstein mask. Um but I think Bodie said he was going to be Groot but then every day it's a different it's a different thing he wanted to be a zombie and now it's Groot and we've eventually got to buy this thing you know uh, 3 days before Halloween he's got to make a decision because we got to yeah. go get a you know yeah
0: we we are being uh, Roger my son is obsessed with the Grinch so he, uh, we ordered a Grinch costume from China. I'm hoping that it doesn't, you know, have like toxic chemicals in it or something. Sure. And sure. then the mask is from the United States, so that's good. So he's going to be the Grinch. My daughter's going to be Cindy Lou Who, and then uh, I think Jen and I are just wearing Grinch shirts. We have like shirts that say, you know, I don't know, sure. a Humbug or something like that. I don't know what Parker's going to be. He's too small.
1: Uh, oh, we're going crazy with the uh, inflatable uh, kind of the, we, we started for Christmas, but we're going crazy with the inflatable things in the yard. Oh, yeah. I don't like small decorations. So <laughs> we're we're getting these big obnoxious things and throwing up at the yard and, you know, causing uh, havoc in our street because everybody's you know almost getting in an accident. Seeing all these, you know, 12 foot inflatable, you know, uh, ghosts and things. But, you know, it's fun because, you know, you, you set it up and then you unplug it and it's done and uh, you put it in a box and it's there for next year. So, yeah. you know, j- just having that fun. But again, at my house. As I'm looking at my desk. If you were looking, if the camera was turned around, and you were looking at my desk, you'd think it was Halloween all year round uh, at this house, you know.
0: <laughs> I remember your car back in the day. The old, uh, what was it? The Chrysler, what was that thing? Oh, they had a PT Cruiser, oh, but, it had man. The skull,
1: but it had the skulls, uh, stick shift and the skull, uh, everything's and you know,
0: the PT Cruiser taking rides in the PT Cruiser to get some subway five dollar sub. That those were the days, those were the yeah. days. Well, cool. Um, okay. So what's up with the shows? Like, uh, you know, I know that people might hear this after the fact. We're recording this in October of 2017. But um, where where can people find where your shows are going on and how to follow you on social and stuff like that?
1: Well, uh, any music entity these days has to be plugged into all the social media. So uh, I think sort sh- of Snapchat, you can find us anywhere else. Uh, we are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Uh, at the BJB on Twitter and Instagram uh, Facebook, the bloody jug band. But I mean if you we have a YouTube channel, that's one thing Corey that we are trying to push right now. Um, it's taken us a long time to find the right producer. So we've been kind of hesitant to record another album that would not live up to the expectations of the previous album. Um so now we finally found uh, a a guy that we're working with it's hopefully going to be a great collaboration but in the meantime we've been trying to keep ourselves busy much like you're doing with the podcast uh if on our youtube channel the bloody joke band uh the bjb network youtube channel we have multiple shows that we're coming out with every week like weekly web series uh one is road games when uh death ray and stormy and i are on the road going to gigs uh we pop the gopros on and we play silly road games Um, stuff that we, we used to do just to keep ourselves busy. And nowadays, since everything is so you asked earlier, what's the next step for the band? You know, nowadays it's something like YouTube, um, getting a million views or getting some access, you know, beginning more leverage as a YouTube, uh, celebrity is the wrong word, but like a YouTube presence, um, is more important to the next generation, Um, you know, old timers still come to the shows and do whatever, but you're talking about kids that I don't have access to. They can find us on the internet every Wednesday. I do Craig Myers hump day, spooky joke, where I tell a spooky joke and our fans, uh, shoot to send videos in, you know, saying it's spooky joke time. And so, uh, we, you know, Seth's going to have a cooking show soon. I mean, so in the meantime, The one thing I realized a long time ago with some of the candid videos we have, uh, the practice session videos and stuff, people really like to see us as human beings, not just us as our persona on stage. So um, a lot of what we're doing now is giving people a glimpse into that. When we're in the car and we're bantering like this, you know, yeah, we're jackassing around, but at the same time, you're getting to see who we really are. And I think nowadays, I mean, people love reality TV. Uh, Part of that, I don't know how much of it's real, but a part of that is to get to see these people that are not like us and, and, and it was somebody with a different perspective or you know, so um, we have a lot of different web series coming out we have s- several more music videos we're working on the new album um, we're always throughout the southeast um, we're a, you know globally recognized band that you can hear us anywhere we're on SoundCloud and Spotify and iTunes and Amazon and blah 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 blah, blah. so uh, and we have enough content on our YouTube channel as far as the videos like you mentioned and all the other stuff that you can, If you like the Bloody Jug Band, you can spend hours finding us, even if you can never get to see us live uh, in your area. Uh, you know There's plenty of Bloody Jug Band content out there. You just have to look for it.
0: Well, everybody, he is a uh, Bloody Jug Band rock star. He is a dad. He's a husband. He's an awesome guy, and I'm so glad to call him a friend. It's Craig Meyer Peace, a.k.a. to me, John Thiessen. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me on, Corey. Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online at leangreendad.com. There you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. We've even got a little YouTube channel for you. So go check those out, fun videos with the kids. And uh, hey, keep going that extra mile for your family, guys. It's, it's a tough time right now. We're getting into the holidays, but I know you can stay strong. And uh, until next week, this is Corey saying, keep going that extra mile and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.